Hi, everyone. I'm Pastor Jason McKay. As you may remember, last time on the pastor's table, we were talking about yielding and submission to God and how that is an essential aspect of what it means to have faith in God. And that if we're not yielded to Him and we're not trusting in Him completely, then we're not really in a place of uh, faith in who He is and what He said. There's a, a place where we need to come to that we've come to the end of ourselves in the matter, and we are completely relying on the Lord and on what He has said. In today's episode, what we're going to be talking about is about what it means to lay hold of God's Word and how that is a matter of the heart, not just a matter of action. And that when it comes to laying hold of God's Word, it's what is in your heart that counts the most, not so much what it is that you're doing with your activities. In fact, your actions should show that you are laying hold of God's Word with your heart. Enjoy today's episode. In John chapter 14 and verse 13, it says, And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. I think that that particular scripture is so foundational to all the things about faith that we talk about. But even from another perspective, that where it says uh, that the Father may be glorified, mm -hmm. if we can hold that in our heart, that it's not about what we want. It's not about all of the stuff that we've been discussing. And as we've talked about faith, we've talked about all these perspectives and putting our stuff down and the facts down and yielding and submission. And when we come into the place that when we're asking for God's will to be done, it glorifies Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. It takes us into a different place. Mm -hmm. Jesus paid a very precious price for us to walk in the things he gave us. Yeah. And so when we begin to ask for what he's provided, it opens the door for the thanksgiving to really fall in the right place. Mm -hmm. And that's what glorifies Jesus. I believe that. Amen. There's there's just such a place of thanksgiving to, to Jesus. It gives recognition. He paid this great, great price for my and your healing and for anybody watching. He paid that price for our healing. Yeah. And when we begin to say, Father, could I have what Jesus provided? And it sometimes sounds funny when we say things like that. But I know this, anytime I went over to my folks' house when I was younger, even though I had rights to the fridge and the cupboards, I could have anything that was in there. I always asked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Out of respect, out of honor to my parents, I just didn't walk over to the fridge and like, hey, what you got in here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although I probably could have, I could have, mm -hmm. I could have come boldly like that, but because I loved them and respected them, and then asked, it was like, whatever we have is yours, honey. You know, mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. And that's, I think, God's real attitude towards us. Mm -hmm. Whatever I got is yours. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Um, That's how we really grab a hold of things, isn't it, it Pastor? It is. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. <laughs> um, it's about, a sim again, I keep coming back to this, it's about a simple relationship. Yes. It is about it, because the gospel of Jesus is simple. There's a lot of people out there that try and make it complicated. Oh, my, my. <laughs> but it is, it is just, it is simple, and it is simple faith. Do you trust that the Lord is going to do what he says he's going to do in his word? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Is his word true? Does God lie? No, he doesn't. The Bible actually says that the devil lies and he is the father of lies. So if you're the father of something, it means that you created it. Mm -hmm. So the devil is the creator of lies, but God is the exact opposite of that. He is truth. And so when you spend that time in relationship and in the word about him, you learn about the truth of God and what he has provided about us. And, you know, kind of the basis of what you're talking about, Pastor Gwen, is really covenant. Yes. It's covenant. And when you think about covenant goes a step beyond a contract. And when you think about covenant, it's about two in, in, the old, in the Old Testament, it was about two families coming together and each had a, a, had a, um, a strength that the other family did not. And they come together and they come into this covenant and they're able to help each other and support each other. Jesus bought a covenant for us with God so that we can come into his strengths and his abilities to be able just to trust and to have that simple faith in him that what he says he's going to do he will do if he says that he's going to heal us he will heal us if he says that he's going to provide for us he will provide for us it is simple it is not complex it is not a set of processes it is a simple faith in in him and what he says he's going to do and that we can trust him because he is that covenant he is he is the embodiment of that covenant so many people come to us uh, and they, they have prayer requests, and they say, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like we mm -hmm. said in one of our other episodes, we're doing, they come to us, I, I'm doing it, I'm standing, I'm believing, I'm not really sure what it means, but I'm doing all my best, and it still feels like I'm, I'm not having success. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem to be working. What does it look like to lay hold on the word and hold fast to that which is good? All those scriptures, we talk about holding the word of God in our hearts. You mentioned before in our previous conversations about how essential to faith our heart is, all mm -hmm. of these things, and yet still people come. And one of the reasons we're having our conversations is because we want to see people come to a place where that does not stop them from trusting God, that yeah. these situations are real, yeah. that people face this. I'm, I, I believe in for my kids, but every time I turn around, they're sick again. And, and they come to us, and, and we care about people. We want you to come to a place where you can trust God more. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes me think, when you just mentioned that, about, you know, look at my kids, look what they're doing, and then they're doing this. <laughs> and it's our mouths that sometimes get us into big, big trouble. <laughs> and, Pastor, you've mentioned it a lot of times, that we should just set a recorder and, 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 and hear ourselves, like, over a period of time and what's coming out of our mouth. And if God's word's not coming out of our mouth, then it's not in our hearts. <laughs> and uh, sometimes... Takes a lot of courage. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's hard and a brutal reality check for some of us to come to that realization that we that, that wasn't what was in our heart. Yeah. And we want to really make sure that his word is in our heart and in our minds. Our heart mostly. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, out of our heart, they're full of the issues of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God is life. Everything, it, it should work together. And it's not complicated. Mm -hmm. It's only when we make it complicated. And sometimes when we're speaking and saying the wrong things, mm -hmm. we have what we say. Mm -hmm. But how does it get in our heart? Mm -hmm. That's the trick, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
it feels like a trick for some. It yeah. feels like it's like beyond mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. natural ability. Mm-hmm. It's not really. No. It, because what you hear goes in your heart. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, so what are we listening to? What are we watching? Mm-hmm. The eyes are the window to the soul, it says in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. What are we watching? What are we putting before our eyes? Yep. And yet on the same note, I know folks who are doing their diligence to mm-hmm. keep their eyes pure, doing their best, mm-hmm. and still trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we say? Mm-hmm. What do we say when there's still trouble? How do we help them? It's an awesome question. And I, I think it's one that many, many people are dealing with yeah. on a regular basis because um, they're judging it based on what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, am I doing all the right stuff? <laughs> And I, I think that has, that's what maybe one of the questions that, um, that we can ask that will help shed some light as to what's going on in our heart concerning faith in God and faith in His Word is um, if you're at a place where you're asking that question, I've done everything I know to do and still, right? Or I, I, I'm, I'm believing God's Word, I'm in the Word, I'm doing, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm monitoring my confession, I'm doing all these things. And if you find that that's what comes out under pressure, mm-hmm. then you can then you can see where it is that you actually where your faith is at. Your faith is in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's a tough reality. And that, that is a tough reality, but it's mm-hmm. one that we would we really need to face. If, yes. If under pressure, we've we've come to a place where we're saying I've I've done all the right stuff. I've and yet it's still not working. If we're coming to that place and that's what's coming out of our heart, under pressure, that's what comes out of our heart, mm-hmm. then it shows that that's where, what we're relying on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we're putting our faith yeah. in the number of confessions we made or <laughs> the fact that we're confessing the right stuff. Does that mean that there's no value in confession then? Does that mean that there's no value in doing that? It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that our focus is tilted towards what we're doing mm-hmm. instead of actually relying on the Lord in, in any of those areas. That, it should come because we're relying on Him, yeah. not in order mm-hmm. to rely on yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Putting the cart before the horse. Cart before the horse, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's easy to do because flesh does that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy yeah. to do because flesh does that. But. Yeah. It's, it's a simple thing to fix as well. Mm-hmm. Because when you see that that's happening in your life, you just simply talk to God. Yeah. You know, talk, having a relationship with God is not, oh, Lord, you holy mm-hmm. one of God, and praying like that. Yeah. It's having a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do in those moments when, when you realize that, that, you know what, I've been trying to be in faith, but I'm not in faith. And you just say, Lord, I just, I've realized I'm not in faith here, and I, I'm sorry about that, but I just give this over to you. You know, his word says, ca- um, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is a perfect example of that. You've been trying to be in faith, and yet you realize you're not, so you cast that care on him. Mm-hmm. Lord, I have failed at this point, and so I just cast this care on you. I give this to you, mm-hmm. and he's going to help build that faith in you. Mm-hmm. He's going to help strengthen that because if you get the cart and the horse in the right order, faith comes out of relationship. We've said this in other episodes Mm -hmm. before, but it is so important. Faith comes out of relationship because the basis of relationship is covenant and it is trust. And out of that trust comes a faith in what he says. Yes. Amen. When I I got my shoes that first time, Mm -hmm. 
I really had felt like first, you know, it was a good place to start. Later on, I really felt that like I had a car that was, well, I drove it by faith, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Bless the Lord, one more trip. And, and I know other people have had cars like that. And, and I really felt that there was a, a conclusion. I had yielded and things were, and my husband phoned me one day. He says, are you sitting down? So-and-so wants to bless us with a vehicle. Well, that was nice. Well, I thought people had blessed us with vehicles before, but I continued to have faith for <laughs> to get from point Not A to really point a blessing, B. But a curse. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Thank you for your leftovers. And uh, I just and he said, no, it's it's at the car lot. And I'm thinking, okay, this is a step in the right direction. But it was brand new. Oh, praise God. And so we went there, and and I was shaking, signing the papers. I was, you know, shaking, and they're putting it in my name, and I'm I'm crying, and it was a beautiful color, the color that I liked. I like. I said, really calling very close to it with the shirt I'm wearing. It was beautiful, and, and it was so nice. And then I had this moment. We had to put insurance on it right away. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't payday. Mm-hmm. And at that point, things were very difficult. So God's a provider. How do I lay hold of the word? And this, this, this could go very bad very quickly. Well, I wrote a check. <laughs> I thought, Lord. I, and I knew there wasn't enough to cover the check in my bank account, but I wrote the check because I thought, if I'm here and this is the day and I settled myself, uh-huh. yeah. I said, God, I don't know how you're going to do it. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know anybody who is in that place where they would do that. But And, and the people didn't provide insurance. They just provide the vehicle. <laughs> Praise mm-hmm. the Lord. So I thought, well, God didn't take me this far to leave me out mm-hmm. yeah. on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got home and somebody had put in our mailbox, which was not very, it was out on the street too, in an envelope there was money and it was more than enough that I could also uh, mm. put some offering back in the Lord's hands. Oh, praise God. And uh, covered that check. But that was a moment. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But God took care of it. Yeah. God took care of it. And when I think of holding onto the word of God, it's that moment where in that place, you're right in that second. I've, I've had and sat beside others when they've had very dire uh, words from a physician mm-hmm. and things like that, but God made a promise, and he made the promise here first before mm-hmm. he made it to my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those things. And so in that moment where it doesn't look very good, mm-hmm. I think that's where we got to stop ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. we got to just hold on. And, and I know this sounds funny, but if, if I have to in the situations and write, I excuse myself to the ladies' room. <laughs> Not because I need to use the ladies' room, because I need to shut the door and just have a moment with the Lord and settle my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I settle it in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, and I call to remembrance all the times before mm-hmm. where the Lord has promised and took care of me. Mm-hmm. And I remember those good things. I think about Romans chapter 5, where it says, glory in your tribulation. I'm feeling tribulation <laughs> right now in this moment. I can't think straight. It's not good. And I settle myself because I know he hasn't failed me before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's come through. And that's how I hold fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, an important thing to talk about right now at this point is the fact that faith um, in God doesn't mean that you're going to see exactly what you're believing for at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change what God is doing. It doesn't change God's word. If you're not seeing a manifestation of what you're believing for, it does not change God's word. Right now, 
I'm believing in my body that I'm going to be completely, totally, and absolutely healed of allergies, of food allergies that I have, so that I can eat normally and I don't have to be constantly looking at what's in food. And there's been a lot of testimony in our church over the last month and a half of people being delivered and set free from food allergies. Now, I have a choice in those situations. It's not manifest in my body yet. It's starting to, but it hasn't manifested in my body yet. So I have an opportunity in those situations. I can go one of two ways. I can say, oh, I can get discouraged, like Pastor Jason was talking about earlier, and, and think that, oh, you know, God just doesn't do his word. Or I can say, you know what, the word of God says that a testimony strengthens my frame. If he's doing it for those people, he's going to do it for me. Um, uh, a great minister of the word, Keith Moore, he, he gives an example. He says, you know what, when you see people getting what you're believing for, he says, that's great, the line's moving. I'm one step closer to getting what, <laughs> what, um, what I'm believing for. It does not change what God has put on my heart. I will be healed of these allergies. It doesn't change that. His yeah. word is true. His word is concrete. It is the foundation of what we stand upon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. When I was believing for a job... Uh, it, it, I, I'm a school teacher, and uh, and when I wasn't working and the school had started, uh, I was working with my father, and and every time we would go by by a school, I would just get this this great sorrow in my heart that I wasn't where I wanted to be, and uh, and 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 I'm like, why isn't this happening for me? Why? And and I got like on the pity train, and uh, <laughs> and it didn't help me, and yes. it, it made me miserable. And sure enough, you know, I got my job. I got a job. And, you know, when I got my job, well, they all poured in all the job offers. So you're like, and I was like, God, how come this couldn't happen before? I'm like, you know, or spread out or something. Uh, You know, like, his timing, you know. And and it was not when I had wanted it. Plenty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I I got to this point, and, you know, God was faithful. And and there were moments where I was, like, clinging to his word. But there were moments when I let it, I loosened my hold. Mm-hmm. And I got into a sad state. And when I, ha- the, my job came to me, and I it was so happy. I just saw my nameplate on the door, mm-hmm. and I just started, I just looked at it, and I was crying because mm-hmm. God had answered my prayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was my choice how miserable I was <laughs> that time until yep. I walked to that door. <laughs> and so we have to ask ourselves, how miserable do we want to be? <laughs> God's going to do yep. yeah. what he said he's going to do. Yeah. So sometimes it's us, up to us how happy we are yep. walking to that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, there's so many examples of that running through me right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I, um, the girls are uh, both believing for husbands. Our daughters are both believing for husbands. And so um, our next-door neighbor, their daughter has, has, a, has a boyfriend, and they've been together for quite a while now. And the Lord put it on my heart simply that every time I see his car in their driveway, I praise God for my girl's husbands and that they're going to bring, he's going to bring you know, godly men into their lives. And it's just something, and it hasn't manifested yet, but I know what his word says, I know, and you just, you keep, you walk in that truth and that faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got to keep asking and hold fast to that which we've asked for and believe God has heard and that we don't actually have to cue, but we don't have to stand in line. He's here, and he answers. Amen. Amen. Amen.